Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This interview, this interview coming up, this conversation with Bella is going to change your we life. We live in hope. Welcome to The Big Payoff. I'm Suzanne. And I'm Rachel. And we've been best friends and business partners for 18 years. So this is a show where business consulting meets girls' night out. Rachel, today we're talking about the art of seduction. And this really is about how it affects you on a date as well as how it affects you on the job. And this is our topic to talk about. We actually talked about writing the book on this. Well, back in the day, and I mean the day, was it was a very long day where you and I (laughs) were consummate seducers. In fact, I thought you were going to say where you and I were consummating. No, that was your fantasy. (laughs) I was busy elsewhere. We were. uh So I was living in New York and you're living in Chicago. And we would call each other all the time. We had a whole code around these meetings we would have where it would be really about seduction. It would be about women but, and men. But for the, purpose, yeah. Yeah, for the purpose of business conquest, not yes. sexual conquest, because yes. we both happened to be married at the time, didn't stop us from using that vocabulary. And in fact, do you remember what we called business meetings where it went really, really well and where they were really oh, excited? This is disgusting, actually. I do remember. So we would say I would have a meeting or you'd have a meeting and all I needed to say to you was, how did it go? And you'd say... Schwingy, schwingy, schwingy. Because it'd be, well, who was it? Adam Sandler or someone was like, schwing. Oh, no. Alec Baldwin. It someone, was someone on SNL. And, but it became sort of a little gross. I mean, but it was a swingy meeting. It was a swingy right. meeting. So. Which is really what the, the point was. We used all of our um, capacities aimed at. It was it was beyond persuasion. Yes. It was like persuasion about a foot down. Yes, of going and it was. Well, here's you want to be doing this with me. me. Here's I know the key to it for us was always we were genius. Well, I feel bad we're talking in the past, but let's talk about the past for a minute. We would feel like we had painted a picture of them. That they fell so in love with. Well, isn't that really what seduction is about, by the way? Don't you love the reflection of yourself in my eyes? And if you're genius at that, which we were, so we would paint a picture of them and their company, but really of them as a thought leader. You know what, Suzanne? It is in the past tense because things have changed. And on Friday, I really noticed that on Friday when I was on that call and you couldn't make. Yeah. And I essentially said 
for the first time in my memory in a real-time call, you know what? I think Suzanne and I are going to take a pass on this. We said, and it felt so good because we know so much more now about who we are, what's ours to do. So what, true. It's no longer really about the conquest. That was, to some extent, really I'm admitting true. this now, it was a bit of a game almost. We. It reminded me, so when I was in college, I had a friend, Anna Winderbaum, and when we were going out on the town or whatever you did at college at, at night, she would say to me, are you shaving your legs? Yeah. <laughs> and that was sort of code for, are you going to try to Are you going to be here tonight? <laughs> right. And it was a mindset, right, that we were in then yep. for the night. Totally. You and I were in the shave your legs mindset with business for a long time. Can I just say that in college, uh-huh. when I wanted to stop myself from doing anything that night, yeah. I would wear old underwear, Ew. like disgusting oh, okay. old underwear. And it would be like, yeah, uh, well, not even if you, yeah, you can't. But But I do want to say... The worry I have, honestly, about that feeling I had when I said, I think we're going to take a pass on this, is it felt very empowering and very good. And I worried when I got off, if you follow that bouncing ball, it could be, you know, we don't get out of bed for less than $25,000. Right. And it feels a little easy to say, I don't compromise. I don't compromise. I don't do anything I don't want to do. But if that's the case, then how do we ever grow, take risks, expand, find new connections okay, that we so didn't think we... I want to say that, Rach, what you just said is something Rachel and I have been talking about a lot recently because Rachel's in dating mode. Oh, you're not going there right now, are you? Well, I am going there because this is the obvious connection Because there is a lot of similarity between having a mindset of seduction and swingy encounters and a mindset of I'm not compromising. And 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 balancing the I'm not compromising. I know my criteria. I know exactly what I want, what he looks like, what he does for a living, what his income is, where he lives and saying, um, I need more than one person in the United States of America to fit my criteria. So here's what happened. So this is the conversation Rachel and I are in all the time. And I go to this event for Bridget Gaynor, who's a friend of the show. She's the commissioner of the 10th district in Chicago. And it was a political event for our friend Lucy Moog. And Senator Kirsten Gillibrand was there. And the event was winding down. And as I'm leaving, Bridget introduces me to a woman named Bella Gandhi. And I get a sort of whiff of what Bella does for a living, but I'm not totally focused on it because she just seems so energetic and great. And we feel like we'd really connect just from a pure like energy point of view. And then Bella explains to me in a crisp sentence that she is a, a dating expert and a consultant to largely professional adults, women in particular, who are um, at a certain place in their life with 50 and over being a area of focus. And all of a sudden I say to myself, oh, my God, you need to meet Rachel Bellow. You need to meet my best friend and business partner because that is exactly the place in her life she's at. And she needs someone like you. And I get into my car afterwards after we've already decided that we need Bella on the show. But then I get into my car and I call Rachel and I said to Rachel, Rachel, I'm going to change your life. Right. Which is in my whole 18-year relationship with Suzanne, whenever I get a call from her 
that says you your te- your line is always I've just had a meeting that's going to change your life or <laughs> I just met someone who's going to change your life and mine to you is Suzanne call me back yes I have an idea yeah and it's always like oh yeah, boy there's no better there's no better and even though it's never changed my life well, I still true. believe that's not true. Well, this could this could this so actually we decided could. to get Bella into the studio to help us understand this connection between the dating world, the dating skills, biz dev. I mean, how is it possible that someone like Rachel, like you, are so amazing in seduction mode in the business world? And, and yet, I, I'm very bad at dating. You're very I just don't bad. want to. <laughs> I, I and I look, I have no I don't know how to date either, so I'm not pretending right. I'm better. I'm just wanting to help. Well, my... having a husband has put a massive cramp in <laughs> totally your dating. Totally cramp my style. <laughs> so let's bring Bella into the studio. Let's just figure this out together yep. and yep. hopefully change your life. We'll be back to the big payoff in just a moment. Gandhi, welcome to the show. I am so happy to be here. How quickly did that go? We met a week ago. Is that a week or two weeks? Karma. Absolutely. Karma moves fast. Fast. It does. And in between, Bella and I have been talking about dating, and it's been great. So this is going to be a good conversation. This is absolutely what I've been most looking forward to this week. Okay, good. Excited. So tell us, you are... Very well-known and well-respected. You're a regular expert on the Steve Harvey Show, the Today Show, ABC, NBC, Fox. This is your niche. How did you get started? I mean, is this like a, this is a, a career path? For Is it a real career path or are you just like great at fixing people up? For me, it's a, it's been a dream come true, and it has absolutely become a career path. So I knew I was supposed to do this since 1999, and it was in the summer, and I had set up my first couple on gut. And I knew as soon as I met them, and this goes back to college when I met them, I met the guy who I wanted to date my roommate. And I said to him, and he was talking. Did you have a boyfriend at the time? Uh, no, I was single too. Oh. And I was like, and all of a sudden I'm talking to this guy and I get this zzzz in my gut. And I was like, and I just looked at him like a crazy person. And I said, you're going to marry my roommate. Oh my God. And he oh my looked God. at me. He's like, we're at a fraternity party at U of I. Not normal conversation around midnight. And he's like, it's my girlfriend over there. Like, you're a total whack job. Oh. So I was like, all right, that's fine. No. So I told my roommate about him and vice versa. And flash forward to my own wedding. And he was a friend of my now fiance. I told I said, remember that Wait, girl? did they get married? No. Well, oh. they ended up getting married. But they did not go on their first date until 1997, which was one week before oh my, my wedding. When I told them both, I'm like, it's so out there. You're going to get married if you go out on one date. I've been telling you this for seven years. So nothing 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 he's like I'm in med school I'm too busy so on the night of my wedding drinking champagne sitting up at the little elevated reception table and I look down and there are these two Simon and Audrey 
slow dancing and not like, hey, we're at the singles table and let's sort of, you know, have that uncomfortable dance. It was like, I love you, slow dancing. So I grab my champagne, run down to the dance floor. I'm like, "Uh, hello, what's going on? They said, well, okay. And they started laughing. They're like, we went out on our first date last Saturday and we went out Sunday Monday, Tuesday. So, Bella, do you still get that feeling in your gut sometimes? I do. I do get that feeling in my gut. So when you look at me and Suzanne, are you getting the feeling? (laughs) I've had that feeling. That's why I'm here. That's when you met me. me. Absolutely. But But that's not, I mean, let's just be honest. You are an expert. That gut thing is a piece of what's now what's now the business expertise, right? And so that so when they called me two years later and said, We're engaged, we called our parents first and you're the second person that we called. I was literally on a flight on the way to Tokyo. I was running a manufacturing business and I put the phone down and I said to my husband, I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. And he's like, Do what? I said, I, I, I know how to put people together. I can help them find love. And he's like, okay. And so it took me 10 years. I was a partner in a manufacturing company. I'd come out of business school, was working in an M&A, very standard career path, yeah. then joined my family's business, helped to grow it, was living in Europe and Asia for a while. And we had 100 people working for us, fairly small company. And then we sold it to a Fortune 50 company called Axo Nobel. So the rest of my family was happy, retired, but I wanted to have that experience. Experience of working for a corporation which at the time had 80,000 people was a $14 billion market cap company. So they kept me on to GM it globally. So we, I built a factory in Brazil and China and did all this stuff until 2006. But all the while, I kept matchmaking people. I kept giving and dating was advice. the dream of starting a dating business always in your head in the back or was it really just about matchmaking to you? I was mildly obsessed with the growth of It's Just Lunch and what was oh. happening in the dating so world. So It's Just Lunch is, it, it's national now, right? Yeah, yeah, and it was it was, it was was founded by Andrea McGinty, who was a Chicago woman who was jilted right. two weeks before her wedding, and it grew into a franchise business. And I thought, oh my gosh, what a great business. What a great job. So from the mid-90s, I was watching this, setting people up, and I, I, I can't say it was intentional from that that early on. I knew I wanted to do this, but I had no concept of the shape or form that it would happen in. And when did you actually found the company? And the company is Smart Dating Academy, which, by the way, is a very good name because it sort of takes it to the other side of the brain like this is a science and you can learn it. Yeah, no, and that's exactly right. So um, I started it in, at the end of 2009. So this year it'll be seven years. And when I started it, I told my husband, give me one year. And if this Aww. doesn't work out, I'm like, I know it's going to work out, but I can always go back to manufacturing. So so yeah, it'll be seven years this year. And the revenue model is who pay, who's who pays you? Our clients pay us. So men are, and women? Men and women. So uh-huh. pretty we're evenly not, split? Yeah, pretty evenly split. It could be 60-40, women to men. But we're not traditional matchmakers. We're not yentas. So we don't take money from high net worth men and have women as passive inventory okay. and candidates in their database. You know, you've got a one in 100,000 chance right. of getting set up. So we, um, we're equal opportunity. If you want to learn how to date, do you want to learn how to find love? Do you want to 
find your person for the rest of your life. We're not taught this stuff at home. Yeah. You know, we were just talking before we started about how we're not taught about money. We're not taught about the most important things that we need to do in our lives. And how to date and how to choose a partner is one of those. It's so so true. And, you know, I was talking once to a cab driver I had um, in New York and he, it turns out, we're, we had the same birthday. It was the same age. We were comparing notes. And he was he has this long marriage. And he was very in love with his wife of 21 years. And it was an arranged marriage. He's Indian. And I said, what does that feel like? Isn't that weird? And he said, let me ask you a question. When you're 23, who is a more reliable, yeah. in general, who's a more reliable judge about what actually makes someone happy? Your parents? Or you? And I was like, um, good point. <laughs> so here's why you're here. As I said to you when I met you, you need to help my friend Rachel. I want to get to the heart of this, which is I know that you know things about the skills of dating. And you're talking to somebody who is truly gifted in the art of seduction and, and gorgeous, closing. And all that is good. And all that is good. But I know because I know a little bit about the school of dating that you come from because of my friend Rachel Greenwald, who's a a colleague of yours. Tell us the three things that might really surprise us, Rachel in particular, about the skills required, the, the expertise required to actually be good at dating. You know, I think one of the most important things that I've learned in the last seven years is how in our culture, now take this, uh, my parents are immigrants from India. They were met on a Sunday, were engaged on a Thursday, oh married God. 72 hours later. And they've been married for 46 years, wow. right? So yeah. so what I got at home was get the big things right. Don't worry about the little things. My mom would say, if you like the opera and he doesn't, it doesn't matter. Get some friends and go to the damn <laughs> Are you opera. sure she wasn't Jewish? Are you sure she's not? We're very close. We're more Hindu than okay. Hindu. <laughs> for sure. That sounded very Jewish to me. But, and so here, and maybe get the big things right. Yeah, that's get good. the big things right, and and we're we're obsessed with Hollywood and and romance, and we we just we're not taught this at home. So we look around, and we're always taught we, you're just going to know. You know, we're and you've got to have chemistry. You've got to have that instant spark, or it's just not going to happen. But what I can tell you, over seven years of doing this and watching hundreds of couples happily pair off with not one split in these seven years, we don't do things right. We're chasing that chemistry, and what we're chasing is actually lust. Oh. <laughs> Rachel. And we think, right, that Rachel relationship is going, and that's love. But that is not love. That is lust. And that changes those hormones that make us feel lusty and madly and crazily in love. They're, we use words like madly and crazily for a yeah. reason because they literally make our brains crazy. Elevated oxytocin, dopamine, vasopressin, all of these things that are flowing through our brains. And we think, wow, this is it. It's love. But it's actually lust in the face of that can start to change anywhere between four months and four years as those hormones start to wane. So how do you then account for an encounter with a man um, 
where you don't instantly feel that chemistry and everything in your brain from what you've heard in the world is telling you, if I don't feel that chemistry right now, forget it. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. out. Game freaking over. So what what do you do? What do you tell someone when they are... Rationally saying, yes, the big things are there. I'm not feeling it. Sounds like I'm not feeling it. Yellow. Okay. So let's, okay. So this is a great question. Number one, like I was saying, we don't, we're not taught how to do this. One of the first things that we do at Smart Dating Academy is really help to distill the qualities of what we call for women who their high GHQ guys are. High. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market good husband qualities and this is our trademark and we put even if they're at an age where marriage isn't necessarily husband isn't really the goal it's acting as if you're married people want their person they want that long-term commitment whether you get married and walk down the aisle or not that's a 30-minute deal doesn't matter to me but we're looking we work with the cohort of people that want that healthy happy love wow okay so okay, so that's wait, so one thing is wait, that you're saying chasing chemistry. So but, but, but wait, then but what that, is yeah. the answer? So, so what is the answer if you don't feel that instant chemistry? So then w- through our marriage map process, we determine what are qualities that actually make you happy and give you this roadmap so that you know, besides someone who's hot and successful and funny and tall and lives in a certain zip code, what are the qualities that actually make you happy? happy. And for the first time, it's like having a roadmap. To the person that's going to make you happy. We date like, it's like if you want to drive to New York, okay? Are you going to get in your car and just say, well, I'm going to start driving? No, you're going to have a GPS or you're going to go old school. You're going to have a roadmap and you're going to find the most efficient way to get there. But the way we date is we get in our cars and we just drive. Okay, but but so and here's the, so here's, so here's the question. New York. I mean, I don't think anybody is a going on match or going on dates without a roadmap. The problem is their roadmap comes out of their brain. It's their set of criteria that you then disassemble and reassemble. Okay. Exactly. But but how do you get, surely, once you reassemble their criteria, there's a lag time between the time they they 
go, okay, you're the expert and I'm paying you and I accept it and feeling it. Like you still have to get over the hump of like, okay, intellectually, this person actually is a good match for me. Bella, I'm not feeling it. What do I do about that? And you and you say what to me? So along with having that roadmap, we have a list of red flags. So if the person displays any red flags, they're automatically out. But if they look like they're hitting your GHQ list, then I'll tell them, date them again and date them again until you can go out on five, six, seven, eight dates. Because what you're trying to do, and one of the things women will always say to me, but, oh, don't you think I'm leading him on? I'm like, no, you got to change your mindset. You're trying to screen him in. And so it becomes screen him in in because he looks like he's going to meet these qualities. Because with women, what woman hasn't had a man grow on her? Right? Well, we all haven't had a man grow off her. (laughs) (laughs) That too. But women, physical chemistry isn't what often sparks us. It's emotional chemistry. I have to ask Rachel something. Let me just say, when Bella just said... The flip that of great. screening someone in that versus out. What is your reaction? My, are you rejecting that? Not at all. Not even a little bit. And what I realized instantly was, where did I get the notion that it's unfair to him for me to be super screening somebody? What do I owe somebody who's trying to screen in to be a partner of my life? Wow. That is... It's such a bizarre. I don't believe that men are walking around going, I'm leading her on too much, or are they? I think it's a woman thing. But in any case, that flip worked for me. It was like, wait a minute. I'm screening for someone who's going to spend the rest of my life with me, and I'm feeling bad about that? Yeah. And you're trying to let that chemistry Do you feel grow. bad about hiring someone who's going to be biz dev for your business or run your business by interviewing them 10 times? I feel like I'm leading them on. <laughs> and then you may right. give them a 90-day trial after that, right? You may give them an internship even after we've interviewed somebody three, four times. Well, let's see how this goes and let's, you know, let's work out an independent contractor's agreement for three months. All right, ladies, we need to take a quick pause. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about the insights that Bella's been sharing that are as applicable to your life at work as they are to your dating life. We'll be back in just a moment. You know, it's interesting that we're now starting to talk about business because actually in my conversation with you, Bella, I was suddenly realizing in everything you said, and we just did it right now, there's such a parallel to the business world. It's like if you get really good at dating and get better and get your head straight around that, I'll bet you that has a real effect on how you behave at work and how you do business development at work and what we were talking about in our first segment, seduction at work and getting better at that. Is that Are you finding that? 
Absolutely. I mean, you know, we just talked a lot about who we're going to pick and how our screening mechanism is. But now the second part to that is who are you bringing to the date? If you want to be with somebody happy, confident, and positive, mm. then you need to bring that person to the date. So one of the things that's been so remarkable to me throughout this last seven years is we teach base we teach what I call base of the skill base of the pyramid skills, interpersonal skills, right? And we teach a concept called social generosity, which is bringing bringing your best self to the date. What I tell my clients during our first meeting is the you know what the best way to get someone to like you is. Like, you know, and I get five different answers from five different people. Wait, hold on, hold on. I want to think about that answer. What is the best way to get someone to like you? I know what it is because anyone who's seduced knows what it is. Well, I would say to make them feel amazing about themselves. Bingo. And this is why you guys are the seductresses. Yeah, the best way to get somebody to like you is to like them first. And it's not disingenuous. Right. Right. Find things to like. It's find things to like. And the first thing you have to do is put your head in that space and say, I want to make my date. I want to find what's good about this person. Because when you start looking at people you're dating, people you're doing business with, people on the street, baristas, you start to see what's good about people. When you look, when you look, I say, I tell guys, every woman that you're with has spent at least an hour and a half getting ready. Like, you can notice something good. And for women, the same thing. Like, look for what's good. Our brains have what we call a negativity bias. And in in, in some senses, it's a survival and a self-protection mechanism. And so you have to override that by being present to look for what's good in someone. And you're, you're saying that this actually has an effect on you at work as well. My clients have told us in the dating world that I get these amazing letters saying, you know, Bella, our ROI of working with Smart Dating Academy is actually 5X because not only am I dating better and having more fun and attracting and getting second and third dates with people, but I just blew out my sales target. Oh, yeah. And I'm an amazing yeah. salesperson. Yeah. I'm the top performer at my company. And I have closed 40% more deals. And I'm talking about 50-year-olds. These aren't 25-year-olds. I believe that. I mean, look, let's just break down how we would go into a business meeting when we were when the goal was really to close the deal. Yeah. Okay? And not close the deal, meaning put a piece of paper in front of them to sign that minute, but just close it, meaning... We are going to continue to have a relationship with this okay, person. Okay, so rule number one when we would walk in is this is a real conversation. Make them feel, no matter what you and I have strategized walking into that yeah. meeting about this is what we will do and won't do and this is the structure of the deal. Never You walk that. in as if it's improv. Like I'm having a real conversation with you so that they feel included in something that is improvisational rather than prepackaged. The second thing that we would do is and, and do do and do, you did say do. really good is we know to set a tone in the room that we are all about them that we no matter what the rachel suzanne dynamic is in the room and it can be very entertaining and distra- which is awesome by the way thank you <laughs> no matter what that is we always aim it at them so that they feel part of it that's that the social generosity that bella like was talking we about. get you we want you to be in this conversation with us and then i also think Like Bella just said, we in almost every client, and I would say this is to a fault, find the good, find the potential, say, I know you're what you could be if you you would get out of your own way. Yeah. Here's the 
it, you know, the other thing is, Suzanne, you and I have had r- real problems in hiring in the past. Oh, yeah. And if you think about hiring as a dating thing, we believed in chemistry first. It was like, you're yes. beautiful. You're one of us. You're amazing. You're one of us. Yeah. You're so hired. I want to go out and have a drink with yeah, you. Exactly. Yes, yeah, exactly. You're hired. Exactly. Done. You're pretty. Right. You're cool. You're smart. Yeah. We really did. That's so true. We assumed Great that insight. chemistry, and we also assumed that we could make them better, that we could not fix them, but if they were at, you know, level A and we needed them to be at level, just be with us for a while. You Hang know, out with us. us. You you're going to soak in our zhuzh yeah. and you're going yeah. to totally. rise. So you just said something that I think, for me, I'll just say is a real barrier to connection is my being willing to connect is my assumption is very much like in the hiring process is how much like me are you not how compatible but are we now this is partly because i'm an identical twin so there's this assumption that it's like we have to be the same that can't possibly be good. Things can't possibly end well when I'm looking for another me. A clone of you, whether that's marriage, Why would I do whether that? that's for uh, or an employee. Do other women, do you think that's a that's a generalized thing that you're looking for someone who's very, very similar rather than compatible? Yeah. I'm like, look in the mirror. Do you want to marry yourself? <laughs> right. How's that sure working for you? sure as sounds like hell that to me. How is that working? Right. Hell and then they're no. like, no. Yeah. I'm like, but look at what you've listed. It's exactly who you are. This is really, this is a whole set of turning insights that you are convinced are true, completely upside down. Completely. I want to end with the question of these red flags, because you passed over it kind of, you know, if there are red flags. Can you tell us examples of red flags that you feel are deal breakers? Let's talk about dating. Polyester pants, is that like... (laughs) <laughs> for me well actually this is Someone so who smells location so rachel went on a date not so long ago and the guy wanted to meet her for drinks at a restaurant in new york called rue 57 all that rachel had to say to me was he wanted to meet at rue 57 and both of us simultaneously said oh, done. oh done. Deal that deal breaker is it, it is one, it's, it's like, like no it's like it's panera like, like yeah well not <laughs> even not even no like, panera would be way better it's like the walmart star no like johnny no. rockets or or or, yeah. or, or, or um, hard rock cafe <laughs> it's a total tourist that was a deal breaker what yeah in the worst like in the cheesiest neighborhood okay but that's mm-hmm. snobby and and okay but for real probably not a real red flag a okay. like huh Really? Is that the best decision you could make? Yeah. But I wouldn't say that's yeah. a red flag. I so mean, what is a red, a real red flag? Someone who sets your gut off. Mm. I tell women and men, after date one, if you feel butterflies in your stomach, like that not kind of churning. Right. Not oh. that little bit of, oh, I'm excited about this. I know yeah. this person likes me. But that like, oh my God, does this person like me? Do I think they're going to call? Oh. If you feel those butterflies I've been in wanting your stomach, those butterflies. Wait, wait, that's butterflies bad? Butterflies are bad. And this is one oh, of the biggest things. Oh, that's thing. the title of your book. Butterflies, butterflies are bad. Are I have bad. the graphic sketched out. For wait, why? I don't understand. Hold on. So I don't good. get it. Because of it. I don't understand. You got it. You got it. Okay, so here's what I always... This is... That's so genius because you know why? You are mistaking 
danger for excitement. Right on, girl. That is exactly it. The okay, butterflies I'm in your belly. Right now. I'm telling butterflies you, butterflies are bad. Wait, that wait. Is... Stay with that for one second. Just let's all mer- let's have a moment of silence yeah. around butterflies. It's ri- butterflies are. It's your gut telling you danger. Will Robinson run abort function? There is you're you're scared. Oh my god, you're scared. Anxious. But it feels it, like oh, I'm excited. Fear and excitement feel the same way. And our, again, this is Hollywood. Oh, this is just, man. this is the miseducation of us. Butterflies, I wanted to date for butterflies. I broke up with a great boyfriend in high school. To, it's like, I want to be swept off my feet. I want to be excited. Edge, I want to feel those butterflies. Boy. Edge, and I'll tell you what, my heart was shattered into two and three million pieces four times before I said, shit, this butterflies thing isn't it all what it's cracked up to be. I don't know one woman at this point who married the guy that gave her butterflies and is truly happy at this point. I'm just point. telling I'm looking at we, Rachel. I wish that this were a taped video show, but it's oh, not anymore. But oh. you should see Rachel's face. I just want to say to you, when I, I like said, crying. I know I you do. like crying. When I said to you, Bella's going to change your life, I am saying that I have heard three to four things that she said I today. I have to say goodbye to my butterflies. Well, the hair on my arms is standing up right now. Say goodbye to the butterflies. No more butterflies. Butterflies fly away. Fly around outside of my stomach. Be pretty for me, monarch. Land in, land in my flowers in my yard, but not in my belly. It's your gut telling you we have great instincts as women. We have great intuition. We're just misreading. We're misreading it. I don't even know what to say about this show. <laughs> I don't even know where to go. We can talk about butterflies for a half an I just hour. feel yeah. that if you've listened to this podcast and haven't either figured something out about yourself, broken up with your butterfly boy, or figured out something about the way you work, the way you hire, the way you interact in a meeting, or if you're a parent, what you want to... I mean, I, when you're talking right now, I'm thinking, I need to tell yeah. my daughters this right yes. now. Yes. Like, if you my aren't younger walking daughter away thinking, yeah. needs to recognize that she's looking for danger. 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 Because it's familiar in some way. Yeah. It makes her feel a certain way about herself that may not be good, but it's oh. familiar. Yeah. Well, Bella, you delivered. And then some. <laughs> and then some. Um, Thank you. And where do we find? Much, where do we actually find yeah, you online we, to like pay for your service? It's like she's the fairy godmother. How do we summon you when we need you again? Just you've got the bat phone number. You know where to find me. But you can follow us on Facebook, like our page at Smart Dating Academy. We're publishing something new called Dating PSAs, Public Service Announcements. Oh, so oh, they're great. fifteen to thirty second quick video clips of things that I or the the coaches that work for me are hearing on the ground. Oh, in the weeds good. every day saying, we hey, guys. That. Yeah. We may have to steal that. That's um, really good. Yeah, we've got great dating PSA. So you can follow us there. Go to our website, smartdatingacademy.com. Lots of great information and tips. We have a YouTube channel where we publish all of our media segments so you can follow what we're doing on all of those stations on a weekly basis. And follow us on Instagram at Smart Dating Academy. Oh, my God. This is super, super fun. <laughs> <laughs> really good. I'm so glad you're oh, so happy for my pain. I'm so happy for Rachel's pain. Uh, we'll be back to the big payoff next week with Rachel and Suzanne. If you enjoyed today's show and want to hear more from Rachel and Suzanne, you can follow them on Twitter at Big Payoff Radio and like them on Facebook at The Big Payoff. 
Join us next week when Mary Alice Stevenson, founder of Glam for Good, joins us in the studio. Our theme music comes from Penthouse Suites. Hear more at penthouse.com. You can download past episodes and rate, review, and subscribe to The Big Payoff at iTunes or through the Acast app. And you can always find us online at bigpayoffradio.com. We'll be right back.